Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on mindset and wellness for sensitive souls. Today, I have a wonderful topic that I'm sharing with you. We are diving in and talking all about everything that is blocking your manifestation from coming in. So if you haven't tuned in already, there is an episode on how to manifest in four easy steps that will guide you through on everything you need to know on how to manifest in just four steps. And if you're super serious about that manifestation, you can join in on the Manifest a Miracle in 12 Days program that is only available until December 31st. And the link to that is down below. Okay, so let's get into it. What are the things that are blocking us from receiving our manifestation? The number one thing that is getting in the way of manifesting are other people. Now, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to keep it super real. Let's just go ahead and get nice and cozy because we're going to really dive into this topic. So let's talk about it. Other people are blocking your manifestation. In what way? I mean, aren't I the co-creator of my reality? Don't I have control over my manifestation? If you truly decide to take full control over your manifestation. And what does that mean? That means that if you take full control of your manifestation, then you're going to set boundaries around that manifestation. You're going to be protecting your manifestation. You're not going to be allowing for other people to influence your manifestation. You're not going to be seeking approval and validation from other people for your manifestation. When you are in full control of your manifestation, then other people will not block you. But by design, it is very easy for us to get very blocked by our manifestation through other people. So if you are constantly looking at other people, what do they have comparing yourself to what they're doing? That is a huge blocker to your manifestation. We don't know behind the scenes what someone else is going through. We only get not even a tenth of that person's experience. We don't know the challenges they face. We don't know the full picture. You really don't know anything about another person based on what you see. We may see that they're showing us that they have a lot of money, that they're super happy in a relationship, that everything is going great for them, that they're getting the career that they want, that they're super successful. And those things may very well be super true. But what it took for them to have their manifestation or the things that they have in their life, you don't know the background story on how many sleepless nights they had, how many tears they cried, how many fears they encountered, how many challenges or adversity that they had to face in order to just have what they have. Everything is so temporary. And 
us taking our focus away from what we truly want and putting it towards someone else is so unproductive. So definitely do your best to withdraw during this time if that is something that is challenging for you. If you know that you're in the thick of your manifestation process, right? You are practicing visualizing. You are repeating your affirmations. You are in the middle of creating your vision. You are working towards rebuilding your belief system. You are trying to recondition your mind to even believe that what you want is possible. If you take anything away from this very vulnerable time and put that energy into other people, I promise you will block your manifestation coming in because the mind is super powerful, but it works really well when it's laser focused. And if your focus is all over the place, know that it's going to be that much longer to receive your manifestation or it may be blocked. We are social creatures. We naturally compare ourselves. We naturally look into what other people are doing. And we have so many more platforms to do it on. Rather, it's on social media, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's just simply in movies or wherever we are being exposed to other people, even if it's within our own relationships, our friendships, within our family, within our partner, we are so blinded and short-sighted on what we're able to really see beyond the surface. Okay. I know we all know this, but sometimes we just need a little reminder. Okay. All right. The next thing that is blocking your manifestation is very similar, but it's the mirror. The mirror? Looking in the mirror is blocking my manifestation? (laughs) No. What I mean by the mirror is your three-dimensional focus. What do I mean by three-dimensional focus? I mean your current circumstance. What we must realize is that whatever is in your present right now, whatever is in the present is a reflection of the past. And that's why I call it the mirror. What we experience presently is a little delayed, right? Our mind might be focused on the future. Our mind might be focused on what we want, but what we are experiencing right now is what we were thinking and focusing on and the actions we took and all the things that we have done up to this point in time is what we're experiencing now. So when we're trying to manifest something that's not in our present or current reality, that takes a minute to cook. It takes a minute to come in. It takes a minute for us to get into alignment with that. So we're not there yet. But oftentimes, because we're so focused on what is in front of our face right now, we say, it's not going to happen. I don't see it. Where's the evidence? And that's normal. Okay. That's very normal for the conscious mind. The conscious mind is the most skeptical portion of the mind that you have. Okay. So if you're working through your conscious mind, 
trying to manifest something, you're going to get blocked super easily because the conscious mind wants to see proof. It wants to see evidence before it wants to continue to invest in believing. To the conscious mind, manifestation seems kind of silly, right? Why are we doing this? We have what is in front of us. When we see it, we'll believe it, right? That's the conscious mind. But we have so many other layers of the mind. We have the pre-conscious mind, we have the subconscious mind, and we have the unconscious mind. And all of those things play a role. But your subconscious mind is super powerful. And how it gets activated is through relaxation. And that is why the Manifest a Miracle in 12 Days program is so powerful because that's where the power lies, okay? It lies in your subconscious mind. So when we're so focused on what's in front of us, what's in our awareness, it makes it really hard for us to manifest. Think about it. You can't see air right in front of you, right? You can't see it. It's invisible, but you're breathing it in. And in fact, if you didn't have air, it would become so apparent to you that you didn't have it because you wouldn't be breathing. So the very thing that is invisible is keeping us alive, which does not require our conscious awareness, okay? We don't consciously try to choose or decide how to breathe. We can when we're doing deep breathing exercises like, you know, take a deep breath in and out, right? We enjoy doing that breathing. But if you're just going on about your day, consciously, you are not spending every millisecond telling yourself that you need to breathe in and breathe out. We do it effortlessly. We do it naturally. We do it subconsciously. That's where the power is. It's not in what is in front of us. It's really what is in the invisible. And I share with you in that episode, the power behind writing for your manifestation is truly bringing the invisible to visible. We can utilize our subconscious mind to give us what's invisible and bring it to the awareness of the conscious mind by making it visible. Once we do that, we add a little bit more evidence, a little bit more physicality to our vision. And that physicality to the vision is what creates the new reality where we can interact with it. We can engage with it. We can immerse ourselves in it. That's the power of manifestation. Okay. So we covered other people. We covered the mirror or 3D focus or conscious mind. The next thing that is blocking you from your manifestation is your mental diet. Now, earlier this year, I covered all about the mental diet. So you can dive in and hear all about that topic. There's even a meditation for clearing your mental diet. Your mental diet is how you consume information and what you consume. So if your manifestation is focusing on attracting love or romance or relationships or anything like that, 
but yet you're listening to sad love songs or angry love songs. You're having conversations with people about how terrible relationships are. You're watching movies that reconfirm in your mind that love doesn't exist or relationships are a waste of time or negative. Whatever your mind is receiving and accepting and consuming is your mental diet. That is through the media, through books, through conversations, through whatever it is that you're watching and seeing is going to build your mental diet. So it's so important that you keep that mental diet clean, that you don't listen to things that are creating resistance to your manifestation, that you don't try to reconfirm or recondition the old belief that you held previously to this belief you're trying to adopt. That's going to create a lot of resistance and that's going to block your manifestation. So you almost create all of this double work for yourself because you are like one foot in, one foot out. You try this whole manifestation thing because it intrigues you. You know, people are saying it works. I don't know. Let me try it a little bit. But at the same time, we're really not fully in it when it comes to manifestation. So we have to be all in and particularly to the thing we want to manifest. So if you're wanting to manifest a successful business, it is not going to be helpful for you to have conversations with other people that are not having a successful business. It's not going to be beneficial for you to watch any kind of media or consume anything that is talking negatively about starting a business or having a lot of money or anything like that. That's going to create a subconscious bias that's going to kind of push that manifestation away if that's something you really want. Same thing goes for wealth or finance. Just like I mentioned, if you want wealth, if you want more prosperity, you want more money coming in, but there's beliefs underneath everything that's saying, well, people who are rich are evil, they're schemy, they're liars, they're stealing, or maybe having a lot of money in some way makes us feel guilty because other people around us don't have as much money. Anything like that, that's going to create a resistance to your manifestation. So all of that is a part of your mental diet. So clean out your mental diet, get a new mental diet and make sure that it fully supports your manifestation. Eat, drink and breathe positivity surrounding what you want to manifest. Otherwise, you're going to waste a lot of time. The next thing that is blocking your manifestation is going to be past reflection. It's so common. We oftentimes reflect on the past. We look back on what was, what's not now. It's not bad that we're reflecting on the past, but sometimes we can reflect on past experiences that confirm our belief system. So again, I'm just going to use the example that we want to manifest a new relationship. Well, if we're constantly looking at past experiences where relationships haven't gone very well. Maybe our parents didn't have the best relationship. Maybe we saw examples of abusive relationships. And when we surround our mind by focusing on those past experiences, how do you think we're going to feel positive about 
creating a manifestation centered around a relationship that would feel fulfilling to us. Same thing goes for business, wealth, health even. Health is something that is very challenging for some people to manifest. You wouldn't even think that would be so hard, right? A lot of us have this mindset that it's like, well, we know as long as you just eat healthy and work out, drink lots of water, you're good, right? But there's so, so much involved when it comes to your health and everybody's body is different in what they need. Making sure that our sleep is appropriate, making sure that our mind is appropriate, making sure that yes, we're eating the right foods that are good for our gut. And it's very common, especially in the United States, for people to grow up in families that were not healthy. Maybe our parents were unhealthy themselves and so we just kind of fell into their habits. Whatever it is, even if there was some aversion to having good hygiene or anything like that, if that is something that feels so foreign to you, it's going to be really challenging to manifest something that you see evidence of being something that you want but it's going to be really hard to bring that in. So making sure that we're not reflecting on past experiences that confirm negative beliefs centered around our manifestation. Okay. All right. The next thing that is blocking your manifestation are going to be your actions. For some reason, there's this belief that manifesting means that you just say what you want, you think of it, you write it down even, and that's it. You don't have to do anything else. (laughs) Okay. We need to be in full alignment with what we want. And that means in our thoughts, in our feelings, and in our actions. But most importantly, our actions, because our thoughts are kind of like the small seeds that then tell us how to feel and how we feel is going to then trigger an action. But we have so many opportunities to stop that seed from growing into an action, right? That thought seed. So we can have a thought, but we can change it quickly. We can have a feeling, but then we can regulate our emotions and we can choose a different action. But by the time we get to the space of taking an action, that means we've already gone through that process. If we have actions that are not the actions of the type of person that would have your manifestation, then we don't need to do it. And I know it's hard because we are hardwired for consistency and maintaining status quo. Our brain does not like change. So a lot of times we are going to naturally do these actions. So that's why being very aware and self-aware during this time of manifestation is really key. So be aware of the actions you're doing. Every time you get ready to do something, or let's say we didn't catch ourselves then, but we've already done something, ask yourself why and how does this relate to your manifestation? Now it can get really overwhelming to question every single action you're doing. So just focus on actions that are related to your manifestation. If you're trying to build a business, 
but you just spent five hours binge watching on Netflix and you haven't got much work done in a little over a week or two, maybe it's time to question our actions. I'm not saying that we don't need breaks. We absolutely need breaks. We need time to decompress. We need time to just shut our brains off. But if we're not doing the right actions that lead us to where we want to go and we're very active in creating that manifestation, we want to ask ourselves, is this really going to help us right now? If we're wanting to be really healthy, but we haven't moved our bodies and we've been eating just the worst foods that make us feel awful, let's ask ourselves why. We don't need to judge ourselves. And a lot of times we go to that. We start to punish ourselves. We start to get really hard on ourselves. And it's almost like we are just really being a very frustrated parent with ourselves. And so I'm going to invite you to take a super nurturing and supportive parental approach with yourself during this time. Give yourself the encouragement, the empowerment, and the motivation and the support, but also give yourself the discipline. Discipline is a value that is so often overlooked, but is so necessary that we build some form of discipline, not punishment, but discipline and understanding why we want what we want and holding ourselves accountable to that thing that we want. And you can utilize tools, you know, planners, trackers, whatever, utilize those things, but know at the end of the day, it is you. It is your full responsibility to co-create this reality. We are not in this reality alone. You are a co-creator. I want to touch on that just a little bit. Why say co-creator versus creator? Number one, we know the highest power, God, source, spirit, universe, however you want to relate, is number one in full divine creation. Creation of this earth, creation of the solar system, creation of the water, creation of the air, creation of everything that is vital for us to live. But as a human being created in the likeness of the highest form, you are capable of creating as well. You imagine, you visualize, you envision certain things and you create rather that's physically creating something or creating an experience and all of that stuff. So we are divine creators, but we are co-creators because we create together. It would be so exhausting and truly impossible, really, in the lifetime that you have to create everything you want and everything you would need. Imagine having to create water or having to create trees, or having to create air, or having to create other people to interact with, or having to create all of the tools you would need in order to do the things that you want. You don't have to. We collaborate together to create things that makes each other's life a little easier. And that's your purpose. What are you going to create to help this collective consciousness go to the next step? 
even if that's just laughing. <laughs> Laughter is so valuable. Just having a moment of joy, creating experiences of joy, creating experiences of peace, and even creating experiences of disruption are vital for all of us to grow. It doesn't have to be something big or complex. We create naturally, effortlessly. That's what purpose really is. It's instilled in you. It's nothing you have to consciously do, but you can choose what you want to create, but you're always going to create. Remember that. If you look around, just take a minute, and I do this frequently, but just take for a moment to look around your entire environment right now and everything from the paint on your wall, if you're sitting in an environment, to the thing you're sitting on, to the screws in the doors, to the strings or fabric of anything that's holding texture together. Anything that is in your environment was visualized, planned, touched, and created by another human being. That's how incredible we are. Don't forget that. So remember that your actions are the biggest modality when it comes to manifesting. We don't have to take the super magical, whimsical approach to manifestation. Manifestation is simply creating a vision in your mind, aligning and allowing for it to come through. Okay, so that is everything I wanted to share with you today on what could be blocking your manifestation from coming in. Did any of these things resonate with you? Let me know. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in that Manifest in a Miracle program. Again, you can go to the link in the description below if you are ready to manifest like you've never manifested before. All right. Well, this concludes our episode. Again, thank yourself for showing up today and thank you for tuning in to Heartland Podcast.